This is Perspective as a Motherfucker. Sit back, strap in, and relax. Cue transition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Back again for another week. Hope everyone's having a, a great one. Uh, mine's is uh, not too bad. Uh, a little ripping and running as usual. I am uh, going to be trading in uh, for driving for dollars or, you know, delivering alcohol for a bit of a job for more money. You know, doing what I need to do, as always. Um, a lot of uh, safety things that I'm learning uh, this week. So, But other than that, no complaints. So, um, I got a special uh, guest for you guys today. This is going to be a good one. Um, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, dating. Uh, I have a real life hitch with me. Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay, welcome to the pod. Good to be here. Thank you. So, how's your week been? That's been good. That's been, yeah. yeah, can't complain. Yeah, I mean, if you complain, I'll violate or you anyway. So that's true. So it's kind of interesting how we met. Um, I started going uh, back out to uh, you know meetups. Uh, I've been doing a couple, you know, you know here and there, and. Uh, you were actually part of the meetup group I met up with. Um, I ended up uh, actually on St. Patty's Day. But um, the funny thing about that is um, <laughs> that guy was funny. Um, a little misguided, but definitely funny. Um, so I ended up uh, leaving, going to uh, spend uh, St. Patty's Day with my homegirl over at the Riverside Bars. Uh, how'd you end up ending your night? Um, I just kind of hung out at the at the bar with the pool for a okay. little while. I, I walked uh, along the river for a little bit and then came back. It was kind of ending. Okay. Uh, that line, I, I stood in line for so long to get a drink and close out my tab. So. Um, I forgot to even close my tab out. They actually oh, tried no. to add on like... 50% gratuity. They, oh. ended up, they ended up correcting it because I ended yeah. up calling my calling my bank about it. It's like, yeah, they, they were um, very ill-prepared, to be honest. Um, wasn't a bad place, though. I, I've never been there. I haven't either. It was pretty I cool. heard of the Roof Chris. I had no idea where it was at. Mm-hmm. I worked at River City Brewing Company that was right next to it. Okay. I had no idea it was there. I, I never even walked down that little thing. I'm like, the thing what you realize, too, um, especially just in Jacksonville or certain places, that if you're just working a lot, you're not going to explore. Uh-huh. And even, you know, as far as Riverside or the beaches or things like that, there's, like, that's a, pr- when people told me about the Riverwalk, I thought of that, that was, like, near Brooklyn. Yeah. Where, up that way where the Burger and Fire there is. is one. Where, there is one there. Yeah. It goes all the way, but it's, like, split up. So yeah. Yeah, because I'm... When someone told me that, I'm like, I got confused. <laughs> I got confused. I, I parked and I was like, no, nah, just keep going. And then I see a whole bunch of people coming down. And I'm like, I'm thinking I'm going to see vendors and things like that. I didn't go past the uh, where, you know, we went up the steps at. So yeah. they told me they had tacos down there and things like that, which um, it's a pretty dope place. I mean, mm-hmm. in, it's in a nice uh, central place. Like even... Uh, the girl that spearheaded Keisha, she told me she works at one of the buildings uh, mm-hmm. 
where they just uh they just hit golf balls <laughs> with that. So um I I'm definitely wanna, you know, start going out, you know, because I mean I was already doing that anyway, going to events. Um, cause this year I've been, uh, actually out here, like really dating and I would say, um, dating went intention, but also dating with honesty. So, um, I, I said you're, you know, I, uh, a real life hitch, but I mean, I know there's a lot more to that. So what is it that you exactly do? Um, so I'm a dating coach, so I basically help people who are struggling to, um, struggling to date, struggling to meet people or, um, struggling to find healthy relationships. And I help them basically do the inner work to create the outer results. Um, because most of our issues and with anything in life, not just dating is our own, not, I I don't want to say our own fault, but we create our reality. We create our results by the thoughts that we have that affect the way we feel and the way we show up in the world. So once we are, um, if we're dating and we're, and you're going on dates and in the, in the back of your mind, your thoughts are, oh, this sucks. The, the apps are awful. I'm never going to meet anybody. Yeah. You're creating that result because that's going to affect the way that you show up. So I help to basically do the inner work to become aware of your thoughts, the way that you're showing up and the results that you're creating in your life and help to kind of reprogram that okay. the brain, rewire the brain to show yeah. up in a in a healthier way and attract healthier relationships. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people uh even like a friend of mine told me that our brain rewires itself pretty much every day. Like it's where the your brain is not the same brain it was yesterday. You learn something new, so on and so forth. And yeah, I hear a lot as far as the apps and and don't get me wrong uh as a as a single guy and i wouldn't say i'm you know i look okay i wouldn't say i'm the most conventionally attractive there's just uh some apps i'm just not going to get any type of engagement on slim to none some i'm going to get someone it's just you you have to play your game and then there's a lot of people that have certain expectations to where you know which for me i've never understood um, why are you not having fun with dating? And I understand if you start to get up to, you know, you start getting into your late 20s, early 30s. I understand that because then you've been out in the game for like a decade or so. But I don't understand, and I guess it might be with social media. I think it, it might be people finding their people. Um, But I don't understand like the people I'd say like, 25 and under. I don't understand the, like, the rush to where... It's the expectations. It's the expectations that we put on ourselves. Even um, people... I I work with primarily people over 30. You know, I I can work with younger people, too. But I tend to attract more people over 30 because I'm over 30. Of course. Um, But it's for anybody. It's the expectations that you put on yourself. So when you think that, oh, I shouldn't still be single. I should have been able to make that relationship work. I should have had a lot more fun on that date. Then you're... You're putting too many expectations on yourself, and you and and it just creates disappointment. 
which is going to affect the way you show up and it's going to, you're going to show up to dates more like, oh, I can't believe I'm still doing this. And this is just going to be awful. And then you're going to, like I was saying earlier, you're going to create that result. Okay. So what got you in to becoming a dating coach? Because I mean, it's, I don't think anybody just goes out to be like, hey, I want to become a dating coach. So how'd you get into that? Well, I was, I started out doing general coaching. Okay. And I, about the same time that I started my business um, and, and I was doing general coaching, I was single. I was single for a while. Um, I had been in some unhealthy relationships, so I decided that I was just going to take a break and focus on myself okay. and started realizing, you know, I was a common denominator in those unhealthy relationships and what can I do about it. And I started applying the tools that I was learning through coaching and that I was teaching my clients um, through general coaching. I started applying it to my healing journey and to my, and then eventually to my dating life when I started putting myself back out there. And I started using the tools that I was learning and I realized that I was having a much better experience and that the the quality of people that I was attracting and that I was going on dates with was a lot better. And, um, I was having a much better experience because I was applying all of these tools with coaching. And then I also started noticing that so many people were struggling with this. So what, what specifically are people struggling with? Because for me, um, I mean, it took a, it took a while to even get to where I am right now. It's I had to really figure out like who I was, like who I want, and I'm like, and not to just do things to impress people. And once I found once I found out, I'm like, this is who I am. I'm gonna be unequivocally me the entire time because it's exhausting, and That's a it's huge like what part of it. And my thing about it is, it's like. I've had so many girls, like, flake on me. I've had girls that, hey, hey, um, I'm just not ready for a relationship. I'll say, okay. And then they're almost expecting to, which, which I guess they've had a bad experience. So where it's like, you're not my person. And that's okay. And you have, and I'm starting to realize just, um, like, I'm dating, but I'm just, I'm, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just looking to have fun. I'm looking to truly figure out, like, what my partner looks like because, you know, I don't know if she's going to be taller than me or if she's going to be black or she's going to be whatever. I'm, you know, she could be some four foot eleven Korean woman out somewhere in Jacksonville that I don't know about. It's my thing about it is what do I truly like and not what I've been programmed where do I like a girl that's slim, thick, da, 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 or like, do I actually like that? Or do I like that because I've been programmed my entire life to think, I would say the same thing even with certain women where they say, I want a guy that's six foot tall. And I'm like, why? That's, a arb- that's so arbitrary. Because they've been conditioned and I'm like, to think that they like, should want a specific like, thing. And for me, it's like, is he going to treat you right? Because if he's not going to treat you right, then what? Like his height has nothing to do with him as a person. It's It's hilarious to me. I've even heard... Well, I want, you know, someone that's six foot because if I have a five foot seven, five foot eight guy, who's going to protect me? I'm like, this is a different world. People that look like me, people that look like uh, 
you know, whatever that or might be short, they know how to fight. They just don't look like they know how to fight. Plus, like, everybody has knees. I don't care if you're six foot one or seven foot. If if I take your knees out, everybody falls. It's just what that is. So, like, those things are so arbitrary where it's like, and it's, I mean, there'll be girls shorter than me. And I'm like, it's the, because I've seen that aesthetic and it just looks mad weird. You have some guy that's towering over you. It just, it's the weird, like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it where it's just like, you're so little. <laughs> like, why? That doesn't even, even like you guys getting involved, that does not sound like a fun time for you at all. <laughs> like, but, you know, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, man, to each his own, but it's just, I've had girls that, you know, they're just, they, I'm just, I'm too old to be lying for what? And my thing about it is too, with a lot of, I would say like a lot of guys is some guys really don't, not that they don't like girls as a whole, but they don't really specifically like that one girl. They like the idea of what that girl is. They want the, the idea of somebody. Exactly. They want the, exactly. They want the internal, you know, validation of I can get a girl that looks like that. I'm the man. Validation. And then you yeah. have the external validation. You're getting the high fives by you pulled that. I'm like, yeah. And it's and it's one of the things where it's like, if this person's not going to make you happy, like I'm not I'm not looking for someone to be a trophy or even um I'm not sure since you are in the you know um that world. I'm not sure if you've seen clips on TikTok or social media about the manosphere red pill. Fashion fit. <laughs> I haven't. I, I'm not on TikTok too much. Okay. I just got on TikTok. But, I mean, so. all of these different things where you you have guys that are teaching other guys all these different things. I'm like, but again, I've like I was saying, some of the dating coaches, exactly. I've seen some of the dating advice. There's some really bad advice. Out there's there. really there's really bad <laughs> advice to where it's like it's from, all about teaching you how to play a game, and dating exactly. is not a game. Exactly. Your dating life is not a game. No. You're not a trophy. You're not. You're not an animal that needs to be caught. So exactly. So let's stop trying to get people to chase us because that's just, just like, bullshit. I'm an alpha male. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. need you to be submissive. I'm like, I haven't even heard the word submissive my entire life until about two years ago, and I'm like, what are you? What are we talking about here? Like, I'm not. I'm not looking for some. I, I'm looking for someone that, that compliments my life. But also someone I can sit on the couch with and get fat with. I have my dog and puts up with my shit and I put up with their shit. That's, that's all I really want. Now, do I want to go and have fun and run around right now? Yeah. But ultimately, I want that. But my thing about it is just even me making my content. I don't make dating content, but there's like little things that I've been doing. Uh, I'll go on Meetup. I'll go on on U Nation, Eventbrite, and I was going to events just to go out and meet people. Mm-hmm. And I would take, and it's, I I did a picnic. Like, things that don't cost a lot of money. It, you, you don't have yeah. to spend a whole bunch of money and take out a girl to, you know, you can be creative. I don't usually do dinner on first dates because that doesn't require effort. The same, there's no difference than a guy that's going to spend $100 on you for dinner instead of 500 the guy with more money just has more resources. So, again, at, at the end of the day, too, which, you know, 
it's something because I have sisters that you know are a little bit younger than me. Like women, you guys have the hardest thing to di- differentiate because you got to really figure out if a guy likes you for you or just wants to hook up with you. And unfortunately, they're good at spotting red flags, exactly. and that's where a yeah. lot of us aren't taught. Um, a lot of us are conditioned to think that some of the red flags are actually green flags. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the red flags, things like that, where, again, these are people that are telling other people when they don't have what they what they want. Um, with all of this stuff, whether it's the, especially I see girl dating coaches on there that have bad advice. I see male dating coaches on there. At the end of the day, one of these things is going to be true. In two or three years, you're either going to have your committed relationship and everything is good, or you're still going to be talking about this. If you're still talking about this three, four, five years from now, then it wasn't it, and that's okay. But they're going to do whatever they need to go and do, and it's 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 like effort is me getting to know you, me having a conversation with you. It's me not spending money on you. And then I think one of the things, too, is – there's a lot of women that don't understand, like, like, men, men don't mind spending money, but, like, there's certain times, like, for instance, if I was, if I'm just out there dating, right, and I make decent money, and every date I go on is $100, let's go say I go on four, four or five dates a month, I gotta have a separate dating fund. What type of stuff, like, the, the, of course, like, I'll see it all the time, like, if you're just broke, just say that. I'm like, no, if I pay all my own bills, everything is paid, nothing's getting repo, I'm financially responsible. I'm not broke. I don't have money to fly you out or get you a bag or things like that to where I don't even really know you. You're aesthetically pleasing and I, I want to hook up with you. And... The thing about that is too, like there's a there's there's a lot of girls that don't understand this. Before a guy knows what you sound like, before he even knows what's in your mind, me texting you on that or social media doesn't give me a semblance of who you really are. I know you're aesthetically pleasing, and I want to hook up with you. I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm trying to get to A to Z. That's that's what I'm trying to do now. The messed up thing about it is too, because like girls have to like you. Because when the hookup, guys, once we get to a certain point, we hook up with you. Either one or two things gonna happen. Either I really like you, let me go and see where this is going, or oh, that was nice. On to the next. Now, and I think it's just super important to be really upfront about that. Yeah, your intentions and I, and keep that communication open because yeah, um, because I I there's feel like a disconnect there between men and women. A I mean, lot there of is and. I feel like it's it's also like messaging because I realized is people nowadays, both men and women, um, the message and the messenger have to be like great. I remember like when we were growing up, like you didn't have to like my message, but if my message was spot on, you listen to the message. Now it has to be digestible, all these things where a lot of the times guys will say exactly what we mean. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times there's no double meanings. It's I, Usually I said what I said. And a lot of the times 
women that's not like that. And I'm like, we're not mind readers. We don't, like, and we're not intentionally being dumb, but it's, or just, like, just make this very, like, simple for us. Like, why does this have to be, like, it almost has to be, like, a fight. And then sometimes when a guy is, like, really laid back and, like, non-confrontational and it's just, it makes some girls even matter. And it's yeah. like, like well, you want you want this because I guess it's something they've never had before. And it's just like, I'm not gonna. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to go there for whatever reason. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's funny that you say that because I actually have on my schedule to make some videos about mind reading. Um, <laughs> later this week because I, I think that that's a, a big problem that I see with a lot of people is, and it goes both ways where um, one I, I see with women a lot where they expect um, where they think that they can read somebody's mind yeah. and they think that they're like reading between, oh, he didn't text me back. So yeah. your brain tells you, oh, he didn't text me back. So he's not interested. And so you run with that and oh. you just like stop talking or you blow it into oh. the, this proportion instead of learning to question your brain and go, wait, let me, let me look at the, let me look at the facts. Okay. He didn't text me back in an hour. Yeah. Maybe he's busy. Yeah. People are busy. Maybe like, they're, yeah. People, so, people have other, people have like life things going on. Yeah. Like I, I had a similar situation that earlier today. So, um, I was coming out of a party in a nearby complex, and I got this girl's number pretty much in the dark. She had no idea we were around the same age. She thought I was like 20. I was like, like no, I'm, I'm your age. I'm 30. She's like 31. We were talking. Uh, my, my thing about it is I'm not looking to be your pen pal. Whether you were on an app or whether in real life, I'm trying to get up and meet you as quickly as possible so I can get a semblance of who you are. So we're talking, just things are going flat. I'm calling, like I call people. I don't, I'm, I'm able to maneuver through text, which I got better at that because how I text is how I talk. Mm -hmm. So you'll have a lot of women that don't like, like when a guy opens, hi, how are you doing? Things like that. That's how I talk. Hey, how are you doing? I'm not, I'm not looking to be clever. I don't know you. Like I, I, that I don't understand either, but I say all that to say this. We were we were talking, and uh, she wasn't really giving me a lot. So she was supposed to call me back. I'm like, hey, um, I got your number a little while back. Um, I want to respect your time, but I don't want to waste mine either. I got your number because I'm interested in you. So if you're not interested in me, let me know. No harm, no foul. But if you are, I'd like to set something up so we can meet. We're, we're getting up tomorrow. And she lives in, literally lives right up the street in the complex. So I'm just going to pick her up. We're going to go to a nearby bar and have drinks. Nice. But I just don't have, I don't have the time or the patience for games. Yeah. Just and it's being, just, being upfront and direct, I think is exactly. so important. And, and that's one of the things that I work with my clients on. It's like good. not playing games, not and just showing up authentically, being direct, not trying to be a mind reader, not expecting the other person to read your mind. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing with guys, too, is um, I feel like guys don't don't know how to respectfully sometimes communicate what we want. 
Um, because I was, I think I was, I was talking a little bit. You know, you remember that guy when he, uh, <laughs> uh, Ty, when mm-hmm. he was talk, talking about his little situation. And like, while we were talking in between, I would shoot my shot with about three and four hours. I was leaving, going back. I'm like, I asked him straight up, are you shooting? Yeah. I, I was like, I'm shooting all 2022. It may go in, it may not, but like, I don't have time to figure out, like, if I got to figure you out, you're not my person. You're, it, it, it's that simple. I'm not with the, um, cause I haven't been to the gym in a, in pretty much since the start of this year. I'm going to go back cause it's going to get a little flabby. But, um, even with like me talking to girls at the gym was, I always was a rule of thumb for me was after they finished their set, I go up, talk to them. Got a couple numbers here and there. Some some of it went well. Some of it finished. When a girl tells me she's taken, the conversation stops. Enjoy the rest of your day. Because at the end of the day, if I can take you from your boyfriend, you could be taken from me. Yes. And it's and it's bad karma. Like why? It's bad juju. Like no. There's too many. There's too many people out there. And again, it's like, do I even really like this girl, or do I saw her on Instagram? I saw her out. She looked good. Yeah, but I don't even know your life. You have to find somebody that you're compatible with, okay. too. and that's what dating's all about. It's, okay. it's just finding somebody that you're compatible with, and and mm-hmm. always you've got to have that compatible communication style okay. and lifestyle, and and just that's what it's about. But I feel like people, you know, they put so much pressure on you know one particular person being Good. this you know person, Everything. where you know I mean, it's just about getting out and having fun and meeting people and finding out if you're compatible with them. If you're compatible with that person, then you keep seeing them. Too much Disney, too much Netflix, too much Hallmark. Too much, too much rom-coms. Too many many rom-coms. Everybody wants the, you know, the fairy tale romance. And it's it's really just about somebody that you have a connection with, that you're compatible with, that you want to share your life with. I mean, even before, like, when people used to meet, like, we didn't have this much access to people. So, like, when you, like, met somebody, when you met a girl, you might never see that girl again. So, it was like, hey, let me go and get your number, things like that. And then it's one of those things now where, what's your IG? Now I now I, I know where you frequent at, things like that. If I, um, if I wanted to, you could manipulate that in your favor, but that's just too much time and energy that have that oh oh yeah we ran into each other type of deal then that's kind of creepy though yeah and i'm like and i'm like no. and i'm like yeah, don't for, do that. for somebody that i don't even know yeah that i don't even you you again like like social media is all the good things that we show people it's none of the it's none of the the true things inside that we show a person like so as you've been like a dating coach, what's been one of your biggest challenges for, you know, clients out there, like men and women? It's really just about changing that mindset and and the perspective. I think the biggest challenge is that people, they want the relationship, but they don't want to do the work. Yeah. So that's where I come in, you know, when they hire me is, but they're ready to do the work and Good. ready to you know, change the perspective and how they're looking at it. And I teach like dating 
without attachment, not not so much like the attachment styles, but okay. more of like, you know, how we were saying earlier that you want to you wanna meet people and have fun and have a good time and have an experience. Yeah. And even though your goal may be a relationship, you're not putting pressure on this one person, exactly. one date, even if the date goes well and you have another date. And right. even if you start like, exclusively dating this person yeah. not putting so much pressure on this one person to be yeah. the one yeah um so it's about being able to drop those expectations and just enjoy yourself and just trusting that if you keep showing up you keep showing up authentically yeah. and meeting people that that relationship that you desire is going to happen at some point yeah those are and I mean, you're absolutely right on that. I've, like, over just this, I feel like when I was trying to date before, it was like, you have an end goal in mind, and you're putting pressure on them, like, oh, this is not working, or they're not answering. And now it's, um, I just feel more free. I feel more relaxed. Like, I'm not, I don't have pressure on any of these girls to be anything yeah. to me. I'm also not putting all my eggs in one basket. And that was when I was, uh, I guess, not now, but probably like earlier last year where there was a girl was like, you should just be dating people one at one time. I'm like, why? So I can devote all my time. And unless I'm going to say I do talk to this one person and it don't work out, then I got to go back out there again. Instead of I can talk to five people and they're going to weed themselves out. They're going to stop talking. You know, communication is going to. And then it just. It goes where it goes. Yeah. Like even like when I'm dating right now, I don't I don't really count people that I'm talking to real unless I meet up with you. Mm-hmm. When I meet up with you, we do something, we go to an event or things like that. That's why I know it's real because now I've seen you in person. So I can whether you catfish me or not or whatever. But um I feel like that's more more real and I'm I'm using everything at my disposal. So um as far as the apps, I'm on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Probably, like Hinge is probably the, the one that I've gotten the best engagement on. Tinder is kind of like it's there. Yeah. Uh, Bumble is. I never used Tinder. Uh, um, Hinge is where I met my partner. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Bumble's. I mean, I, I understand the you know one of the founders of Tinder was that, but like women don't shoot their shot. They don't engage a lot of the time. So there'll be times where I have matches. Where they'll just they'll they'll stay there for a day, and if they don't if they don't respond and they initiate, it expires. Yeah. Um, Hinge is probably we were conditioned not to from the time we were but it's kids. Like, like the when it's there, we were taught and, that the man I, is supposed to be the one that's approaching. And, and so I mean, I do really appreciate that Bumble has tried to yeah, remove I mean, that yeah, stigma and yeah, kind of normalize yeah. the woman approaching, but yeah. not so, all women are. So, um, there's a guy, I'm not sure, you might have seen his videos, uh, he's, like, a, a, I would say, big, like, lifestyle, uh, Matthew Hosey, or Housey, um, yeah, so, he was saying, like, women did, uh, you know, he had something, you know, where it was a clip where it's like, you know, women did, like, approach just very subtly, like, uh, back in the day, it's like, you left your handkerchief, it's like, nah, I knew what I was doing, but it's one of those things where it's, um, like even like, you know, paying for dates and things like that, where it's like nine times out of 10, 
if I don't ask you out, the date's not going to happen. So it's like, I don't have a choice. And it comes to sometimes, again, it's, if a guy has it, it's not a problem. But it's pain every single time. And it's sometimes like you, again, that's why I've gotten creative. That's why I don't do dinner on the first date at all. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do an activity or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And even you know, there's been times where you know, uh, you know, a girl wanted to like split or whatever else, and that's fine. Or even if let's gonna say a girl um, does buy, and it's like if a guy doesn't go and say, "Hey, I'm gonna get you on the next one," and you guys go out and he doesn't get you, then that's fine. But it's it's called reciprocation. It's one of the things where. Um, if we do happen to, you know, if I do happen to have a partner, I'm not trying to, like, I want a partner, not a not a glorified child. Like, if we have a child, I'm going to pay for them all the time because that's my child. You're not my child. So it's, and it's, it's one of the things where it's like, it's not going to be one of those situations where a lot of times it seems like it, your money is our money, but my money is my money. I'm like, come on now. Like, and then it's like, what's the incentive on me doing anything? If this is if this is how it's going to go, it's like, oh, you have me. That's it. I'm like, bet. And it's where it's like, you can't have you can't have your cake and eat it too. A lot of people love to have their cake and eat it too. Like, if people are asking for traditional roles, then be traditional roles. You can't ask me to be traditional and then you don't want to be traditional. I don't want a traditional person. I know how to cook and clean. I, I know how to do all that. I don't need a glorified, like, of course, it's nothing nothing uh better than having your partner make a meal for you. That's great. But I don't I don't I don't want you for that. I want you because, you know, you're gonna put up with my ass and you know, call me on my shit from time to time and make me a better person. But it's one of those things where of course it's expectations, things like that, especially um you just have a lot of people that have misinformation and it's like like you might have to do things differently. It's Again, the the definition of insanity is doing something uh, repeatedly and getting a messed up result. If you're not, if you, you know, if you're yeah. not getting the results, you're going to have to switch it up. Exactly. So people, people think that they can just show up the, the same way. They can just do the same things. And they it, it's almost like an entitlement. Like, oh, I want the relationship. I want the, the healthy, fulfilling, supportive yeah. relationship. But it's supposed to just come to me. And yeah. I think that's probably where, you know, some of the movie stuff comes in, too. Yeah. Like the rom-coms and, and yeah. all of that stuff. But it does take work, not just the relationship itself, but it takes doing work on yourself to make sure that you are doing the things that you are the person that you need to be to be able to attract and keep the partner that you want, yeah. the partner that you desire. You're not going to just be able to do no work and put no effort into yourself, your your own personal growth, and then just expect to have the high-value supportive and fulfilling relationship. Oh, of course. It takes work on yourself and then the willingness to work together to meet that person. All right. So for you, um, as of right now, is your life what you always envisioned it was going to be? Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So what did you initially envision your life to be? Oh, I don't know. I've had, I've had big, 
Okay, my so vision for my life has changed multiple times okay. over. But I, I think, you know, growing up, I always had this vision of what I was told that I should want. Okay. You know, I, I should have been married with kids by now with the yeah. house and the picket fence. And yeah. I realized that I don't actually want that. No. So my life doesn't look the way that I thought that it was going to look, but I am also completely in love with my life and it's constantly improving as well because I'm putting in the work to create the life that I want. Okay. So to create the relationships that I want, to right. create you know, the the business that I want. Yeah. And putting in the work for it. So no, it doesn't look like how I thought it was gonna look, but it still looks pretty fucking good. Yeah. I mean uh I could say the only thing I've ever wanted to do is just live a good life, travel, uh, just live my life on my own terms. I wanted to be a doctor at one point. I wanted to be a soldier. Uh, had a couple times to do that. Uh, decided against it. Yeah. I was in a labor union. I could have did that for twenty years, and I decided to let me not let me let me get out of that and come down here. And five years, you know, later, here I am on a couch. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I I knew I was going to be all right. I just didn't know where. Uh, my family always knew. I'm like, all right, I mean, no, you worked hard. You'll be all right. You know, I never really worried about if I was going to be homeless or not because they knew I was, I was a hard worker and I was hard-headed mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to allow myself to I have a lot of pride. I still have a lot of pride now, but I've gotten a little bit better where you just, there's a difference between pride and foolishness mm-hmm. and I was the person that I'd rather bite my own hand off than ask for help. Where I told my yeah, friends and family, like where you yeah. are the in case of emergency, like break glass. That means I've exhausted all options. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them didn't like that. They're like, "What? No!" And I'm just like, "I can wait. You'll be, you know, you'll be fine." So, but. Yeah, definitely not what my life envisioned, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad about how it's turning out, and um, so hopeful for the future. So, you being a dating coach and now having a partner, um, <laughs> so did you game him? Did I what? Did you game him? Did I game him? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't believe in games. Okay. All right. It, okay. That's one of the things that I that I coach on, that I work with my husband is not playing games. Okay. I I used the tools that I teach my clients um, to find him, to to meet him, and to... So, uh, did you feel like you had a... um, Not that you gamed it. Okay, I, you know, uh, miss miss words, but did you feel like you were better, you were a little bit more equipped than he was, given that you, this was now your wheelhouse? Not necessarily, I because I think that it was important to me to find somebody that was on a similar level okay. as me. It was important to me to find somebody that, uh, you know, that was also doing the work on themselves, and that I didn't feel was playing games either. Yeah. And we, you know, that wanted similar things and. Um, and was a similar, you know, intellectual level and and stuff like that. So I don't I don't really feel like I was better equipped 
Good. I think that uh, this is has been a an extremely healthy relationship that's okay. that's been completely different than anything I ever experienced in the past before I had the tools that I have now. Okay. It's been very refreshing. <laughs> okay, did he sweep you off your feet? Um it was more of a more of a slow burn, okay. I think. I mean those are always the best. Yeah. Those are always the best. It was just that, you know, connection and just being able to talk to him, being on the same intellectual level, having the same values, which I think is extremely yeah. important. Like a lot of people, um, especially nowadays, where they are so, which is unfortunate, it's so easy to compromise their values just for someone that looks good or someone that if someone's not going to have everything that you that you want. But on a fundamental moral level, you guys have to be same, around the same way morally. Yeah. And that's a lot of times where, you know, you'll see these, like, uh, you know, I'm not big into politics, but uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard, uh, there's um, there's certain, like, liberal people or conservative people, and like, hey, um, I'm a liberal, and I date somebody that is conservative. Or I date somebody that looks like a conservative, but it's liberal. And I'm like, that sounds, that does not sound good that's, at all. That sounds very. That's hard because usually when it's, when you're crossing political parties like yeah. that, it's, the values are completely different. Yeah. I tried to be super open-minded. I went on a date with somebody that was the opposite political spectrum with okay. me and it did not that that was actually the first date that I actually ended early I okay. said I, I'm not wow. doing this I, wow. I'm not what? enjoying this conversation I'm not enjoying this I'm okay. choosing to leave right. uh, so was, to me I okay. think that it's important um, to be on the same political page yeah. because that's a value thing. yeah I mean I, I mean I get that especially we're so ingrained now politically where I'm just like, do you care about right or wrong? That, yeah. That's that's all I really care about on a fundamental level. And yeah. if you can articulate why you think the way you think, then I can respect it. 100%. And I, I don't expect the person I'm with to have all the same beliefs exactly. as me. It's we just, have difference of opinions exactly. but on, I, on a I, lot of things. Yeah. But it just has to be those core values. It just has to be, you know, there, there has to be, has to be an alignment with the values. That's, the, that's one of the biggest things. And I feel like you have a lot of people that are, um, they're so, like, opinions are not facts. So, if I tell you a fact, like, there's certain facts that they're irrefutable. So, it's not your, it's not an opinion. This is what happened. If you don't like that, it's the fact, but that's fine. It was like, mm-hmm. no, this is how you're just seeing it. I was like, no, this is a fact. This is why these things happen the way they go. This isn't conjecture. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of the cause and effect type of things where people don't. People just look at the effect, but then they don't look at the cause. Or they don't care. Well, it doesn't matter what happened because of this. If this would have never happened, then you wouldn't have this effect. So what are we talking about here? And sometimes it's, you get to the point where you you're just... You respectfully just have to bow. I'm like this. This conversation isn't going anywhere. So, and you're gonna think 
however you want to think, and that's completely fine. And I'm not necessarily mad or upset about it. It's just people are sometimes stupid. They're just respectfully stupid, and they're going to be stupid until the day they die, and there's really nothing you can do about it. But for you, um, Lindsay, when was the moment in your life where you felt like enough was enough, and I'm like, all right, I need to go in. I need to turn this thing around. Probably after my last relationship, before the one that I'm in now, um, when that ended, I kind of looked at my life. I'm like, this was an awful, unhealthy, toxic relationship. I'm in this job that I hate. I am in a place that I didn't necessarily want to be and something has to change. And that's when I found coaching. Okay. And my entire life has turned around. So what about, because I've heard like lifestyle coaching and, and honestly, I wasn't sure about coaching just in essence, especially like, you know, because I started seeing a lot of younger people get into it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't have, it's one of the things where it's like, I don't believe you have enough life experience. Now, I'm 30, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've had a very interesting life to say the least. I don't wear what's happened to me in my life. And I don't, I've, uh, a lot of the things that most people would have went through, if they went through, it would have made them crumble. It would have destroyed them. I was able to channel it. Mm-hmm. I had my rough patches and my despairs and my, my benders here and there, but I understood that it's life. And you understand, you comprehend, you can't go backwards. You can always move, you, you can only move forward. So that was something that I had to understand. So I want to get into speaking and things like that, not necessarily coaching, but um, what I have. W- like the benefits of coaching or what I've seen people that actually like take it to heart is there's a lot of people that they just don't have any direction and you have a lot of people that aren't they just get thrown they get thrust out into this world and they don't uh they don't know they know how to pay bills and put money in savings that's about it they don't know anything about love they don't know about relationships anything they, they've seen in social media or in television. So people are so surprised why the generation coming up or even us, most of us were plopped in front of televisions in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We, like, people want to talk about indoctrination and, like, about transgenders and things like that and all these things where it's like, you, people were okay with people getting indoctrinated when it was things that you agreed on being indoctrinated. And to be honest with you, if you want to think about, like, your parent, our, our parents taught us things, but they didn't teach us about sex. It was the birds and the bees, and either give me a dirty magazine or give me some condoms, and if you're a girl, I'm like, if you get pregnant, you're going to hell, or blah, blah, blah. There was no actual well, I grew thing. up in a Christian okay. household, so it, my sex talk was, don't do it or you're going to die, Of basically. course, exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things, even like... And you get taught right from wrong, but other than that, most of the, most of the lessons that I learned were not by my parents. I learned out 
in the world. I learned from teachers. I had amazing teachers that taught me all types of stuff. So it's one of the things where it's like, if you really want to go in, one, you don't have the time. You don't have the money to teach your kid. Otherwise, you would teach your kid. So what are we talking about here? So, but I mean, I feel like coaching is definitely, if you're the right if you're the right person and you can put out the right message, I feel like you can change people's lives. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I got a new segment. Questions that will make you think. So, my first question for you is, if you could ask your, if you could tell your younger self um, something that would have caused you less pain and less drama in your life, what would it be? You are responsible for every result you create in your life. You are not responsible for... It's not your fault that things happen to you, but it's your responsibility for what you do with them. So don't play victim. Just if you don't like something, change it. Okay. And, and uh, don't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't <laughs> stop. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and and don't be afraid to fail. People are so that was terrifying. Me. <laughs> I mean, I learned my best lessons failing. I've I've went to square one. I can't tell how many times, and it always taught me something. I, of course, they they have this old saying that. Smart people learn from the mistakes of others and not from themselves. I was the person where I, I had to learn from my own mistakes. I because think we all do. You, you. There's only so much you learn from looking at other yeah. people, but when you make them on your own, like I, I, this is one thing that coaching has taught me is to celebrate my failures and to fail on purpose. Yeah. Even to you know set these big outrageous goals and you know just keep trying, keep stepping out of my comfort zone and doing these things that may not always work out the way that I want to, but that's okay because I'm always going to learn something from them and I'm always going to grow from it. Nice. And one last question then we're at here. Currently, are you at, are you where you want to be in life currently? I'm getting there. Same. <laughs> I'm getting there. I have a I have a vision. I have exactly. a, I have goals that I'm working towards, and yeah. I kind of have not not quite the whole path laid out, but I've got the next steps, and that's really all you need. <laughs> it felt a lot fuzzier in the beginning, and now it's getting way way clearer. Yeah. But that's that's how life goes. It's um, there's so many you know different paths that you go on that. Mm -hmm. Whether you, you get off the exit or not, you know, takes you to places you never thought possible. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy the scenery the whole time. <laughs> I know that's right. Another episode in the books. My name's Aaron with my lovely guest, Lindsay. So, Lindsay, uh, before we get out of here as well, uh, where can they find you at? So, I am on Instagram and TikTok, I've just recently got on TikTok, okay. uh, but I'm on both at Lindsay Love Coaching, and that's Lindsay with an E-Y. Okay. But I'm on Instagram the most. I love to hang out there. Shoot me a DM. I love to talk to people, connect. With that being said, guys, we're out of here. Later. Peace.